Rework is brought to you by Basecamp. Basecamp is the all-in-one toolkit for working remotely. Remote work is especially challenging when stuff spread out across emails, file services, task managers, spreadsheets, chats, and meetings. Things get lost, you don't know where to look for stuff, and people put the right information in the wrong place. But when it's all together in Basecamp, you'll see where everything is, understand what everyone's working on, and know exactly where to put the next thing everyone needs to know about. Check it out for yourself at Basecamp.com. Shark. Celine, how are you? I'm good. Can you hold on like one second? I'm just ringing out a customer real quick. Yeah, of course. Awesome. I'll be right back. Back in March, when all this madness was just kicking off, I decided to check in on my local comic book shop. Celine Idell owns Alley Cat Comics, along with her husband, Nick. And yeah, she calls me Shark, a nickname bestowed upon me by their daughter, Ripley, who couldn't pronounce Sean when she was little. I've been shopping at Alley Cat since it opened in my neighborhood in 2011. We also sell trade paperbacks, toys, statues, collectibles, magazines, uh, board games, t-shirts, kind of like a pop culture shop. Like most other comic book shops, a big part of Alley Cat's business is running booths at comic book shows. And it was at one of these conventions in mid-March where Selena and Nick got a real sense that things were getting pretty bad. The real indicator was the last convention we did, which was in Quad Cities. MightyCon, and it's usually a pretty good convention, and it was pretty quiet. And so when Nick came back from that and told me about it, I was like, okay, that means that I have to completely rethink how I'm going to run the shop. My initial idea was to, okay, I'm just going to create a store that has the brand new stuff in it, and that's what I'll have online, and then anything else you can just call me up for, and I'll you know, be the personal shopper. Well, we got an announcement from Diamond yesterday saying that they're stopping distribution. Diamond is the comic books distributor, correct? It is, yeah, the only one. So that means I'm not going to be getting any more new product in. So now I have to change my idea again. That's the thing, that with all this, every single day I have to change the way I'm attacking this issue. Hello and welcome to Rework, a podcast about the better way to work and run your business. I'm Sean Hildner. And I'm Waylon Wong. We've been doing stories about how small businesses are adapting to COVID-19. And today's episode is about brick and mortar retailers that sell non-essential items. They're not supermarkets or pharmacies or hardware stores. These are the places in your town that sell comic books and scented candles and plant terrariums. They're the kind of businesses that make your neighborhood unique. They donate to school fundraisers and they take time to know their customers. We purposely kept the, the store portion at the front small so we can have like a constantly changing stock of different items because we know our customer bases. Thankfully, they're wonderful. They return like week after week. So we always try to keep new and exciting things in there for them. Annie Scholl is the owner of Hearth and Hammer General Store in Batavia, Illinois, a town about 40 miles outside of Chicago. The brand has its origins in a vintage store and a line of literary-themed candles that Annie still makes and distributes to bookstores and gift shops around the country. In October 2019, when Hearth & Hammer opened its physical storefront literally on Batavia's Main Street, there was a line of customers waiting in the rain to shop. In the inside, the front portion is the general store where we have like soaps and candles and books and 
playing cards and apothecary. Um, we also have like a penny candy section. And then the back area, we have like a lounge where people can stay and write cards and we'll mail it for them for free. Um, we also have an area where kids can play while their parents shop. And then in the very back, we have our candle studio. So we make all of our candles there on site. Walden Woods is our best seller and it's a cedar, fir, and pine scent. You know, some people are like, it smells like Christmas to me. And other people are like, I'm so happy it's available year round. Hearth and Hammer is usually open Friday through Monday. Annie uses the other days to make candles and take care of her daughter. She happened to be open on a rare Thursday just as Illinois was starting to shut down. And it only took a weekend to decide what to do. We had people just coming in that were clearly coming to just buy things to be kind. Like, it was not things that they needed. They're like, you know, I really need a candle. We're like, oh, do you? Like, it it was really nice. We work with a local florist. She was like, are we still on for the flowers? And I'm like, yeah, I think everybody could use flowers. (laughs) Um, We got some bouquets and so many people came in. We sold out of the flowers and like, an hour and a half or something. And during all of this, on Thursday and Friday, we just started disinfecting after every single customer that came in the door. We were disinfecting anything that they touched, including like soap samples. (laughs) I was like, this might be overkill, but I cannot tell people that they can be safe in the store and then not follow through. So we were disinfecting everything, washing my hands so much. It was insane. And then Sunday was kind of the day when I was like, I think this has to be our last day we're open. We're not going to tell people it's the last day we're open to the public because I don't want like a rush, you know. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't encouraging people to leave their homes to come shop. I really believe that self-isolating and staying in our homes will flatten the curve. So it felt very against like all the scientific data to tell people like, come on and support us and, you know, come in our store. And so on Monday, we just said, you know, we're closed to the public, but we're open. Our doors are wide open online. That's kind of uh, where we started. So we, we put ourselves in lockdown. Without foot traffic, Annie did what a lot of retail store owners are doing, which is going online, offering local pickup and delivery, shipping out orders. But as a brick-and-mortar shop, she didn't have a website ready to go with photos of her inventory and everything an online customer would expect. So Annie started doing a personal shopping service, a time-consuming but important stopgap measure. I just would have Instagram, Facebook Live stories where I would invite people into the space and show them around and show them different things and answer their questions. You know, people will be like, oh, my anniversary is coming up. I need like copper, wool related goods. Um, Can can you show me what you have in the store? It's nice because I'm learning customers' names because on Facebook, it's like, oh, that's who you are. But it's also been pretty crazy because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of extra footwork. And so while I spend maybe an hour or two like answering people's questions, helping them facilitate an order, then there's another three to four hours on the other side of that, pulling everything together making invoices, packing everything up. So our goal this weekend and and through next week is to really try to get some kind of website stood up because it's a lot. My brain feels very tired. I have friends and family that are wonderful, but they're sending me text messages. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my brain might explode. Before opening Hearth and Hammer, Annie had experience running a vintage store on Etsy. She isn't the only brick-and-mortar store returning to their roots, metaphorical or otherwise. 
Megan George Kane is the owner of the Zen Succulent in Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina. I was that student that had plants in my dorm room. After graduating, I thought to myself, okay, I'm in the nine to five job. I would love to do something as a side hustle because that was in 2011, 2012, where side hustles became a thing. I discovered Etsy and I thought, what is something that I know well and that I'm not seeing online or on this platform? And it was selling living greenery but in a low-maintenance way, so through terrariums. I put a terrarium up online. I did not know how to ship it. I did not know anything in regards to the actual logistics. All of a sudden, it started to catch on. It started off maybe selling an order a week, and that might be you know, a $30 terrarium, to, as we continued on Etsy for the next four years, um, having a stream of income that was in the six digits. Megan and her mom did the Etsy shop together. Their success led to Megan writing a book about terrariums in 2015 and leaving her day job to run the Zen Succulent full-time. She opened a physical store in downtown Durham, then another one in Raleigh. We can do business in a 400-square-foot space and make a pretty good amount of income off of that. People go into um, Lowe's or those large box stores and they think, oh man, a garden store needs to be like that. In reality, what you might be interested in and what my specific customer is interested in, you can have in a small location because we're having specific plants that are low maintenance. We're having specific greenery that you'll do for tabletop gardens. We don't need the large hoses and the hammers and all of those other things to make your items beautiful. In a lot of states, large hardware store chains with garden centers like Lowe's and Home Depot are deemed essential businesses and allowed to stay open. The Zen Succulent had to close its two stores in April, but Megan's able to keep working on site. We do have a living inventory that still has to be maintained. So we're able to go in, not only take care of the greenery, but also to do a variety of different planting orders that we might have online. Since, again, we had everything already online, we just decided to refresh our website as soon as we saw the kind of things happening in the news. So we added a variety of different installations on our website. We added collaborations like with um, our lovely Jordan Grace Owens. She created a variety of different pots for us that have the painted faces that we didn't debut yet. And we just decided to move up that timeline. So that allowed us to be able to package up those type of orders, something specific that people can't get anywhere other than us, and to kind of put it on that online platform. We also have another artwork um, kind of installation for um, Claire Daniels, who has created some lovely pieces for us. Again, all of these things that we have been doing were in the pipeline. We just decided to, instead of have them sold in person, to make them available online. And that allowed us to not only have locals purchase, but people from all over. We sent some up to New York. We also sent one out to Arizona. So, and these are large kind of pots where I'm so glad that they all arrived safe and sound. You know, it's just a different way of doing business. So is it just a ton of bubble wrap? Yes. Oh my gosh. Tons of bubble wrap and a lot of prayers. At Hearth & Hammer, Annie Scholl's store, it's also been a flurry of packing and shipping. She's been putting together gift boxes that come with products like coffee, homemade soap, and her candles. We're really fortunate because we've 
always focused on trying to get as many local goods in there as we can and also sourcing everything that we can from the United States. So a lot of our supply chains are unaffected and we had thankfully, because this is our slow season, we had a lot of candles in stock at the shop right now. Cause we just were like, well, we know it's not going to be slow forever. Let's just prepare. I am lucky enough to, you know, have a soap maker here in Batavia that also has a lot of stock that I can be like, Hey, can I get more soap? And then she just drops it off outside the shop where I pick it up from her porch. I've been ordering books and like kids activities from a publisher and they're still shipping everything out. So, so far so good, but um, yeah, I'm not sure how it'll all play out. That's one very big dilemma facing a lot of retailers right now. And maybe you've experienced this if you've done any online shopping in the last few weeks. There's some products that are in short supply, either because demand has spiked or the companies making those things have reduced operations or both. These are products like hand sanitizer and yeast, but also jigsaw puzzles and backyard trampolines and the Nintendo Switch. This could potentially affect glass containers for the terrariums that Megan sells at the Zen Succulent. And you already heard Celine of Alley Cat Comics say at the beginning of this episode that the only distributor of comic books in the U.S., a company called Diamond, has stopped shipping altogether. A step higher in the chain, some comic book publishers are trying to help out retailers, but it still leaves Celine in a precarious position. There is a publisher called Mad Cave Studios, and they created a GoFundMe for comic book shops. So, you know, people can donate to that. Image, I believe, has made it so that all of the books that are coming out currently that we would have gotten in today um, and then anything going forward for a little while are uh, returnable. Marvel made their discount tier larger. So like if you were getting 25% discount on your orders, now you're getting like a 65% discount on your orders. Now the thing is, is this was all announced before Diamond decided we're not shipping any more books. But honestly, I'm a little relieved that I'm not getting my order in because I didn't know if I was going to be able to afford to get my next shipment. And I have an entire store of products, so there are lots of things. It doesn't, you know, people don't always have to read the newest thing coming out. There's always something they haven't read. I, I'm going to still have business because people still need to be entertained, and I'm glad to entertain them because I want to stop them from rioting in the street. So maybe comic books are essential. It's also a weirdly great time for indoor plants. And if you ask me, it's always an appropriate time for scented candles. Having where people are in their home and able to kind of look and see what they might need and actually take time in their space um, and enjoy the environment that they are creating is a real blessing. That allows us to have, again, those online orders. That allows us to have people to buy gift certificates ready to plan. And also that allows us to add more plant tips online and give suggestions through our blog on what plants that might be a fit for their indoor environment. We kind of started off small, smaller expenses, smaller bills. So again, that allows us in being able to pivot a little bit more easily. In this time that we're in, where unfortunately some of my um, neighbors aren't able to make rent because of closed storefronts or closed restaurants or closed dance facilities, because all of those spaces are larger, Whereas ours are a smaller amount where we're able to to weather this storm right now. 
I'm the only full-time employee for my business. And we had to follow a few of our employees just for their safety. And of course, our, um, our customer safety right now, since we are closed, we we're able to keep on one employee in our Raleigh location to take care of everything. Luckily, we did apply for the PPP loan and we received that loan. So I'm excited to get back to having our, um, our employees in the storefront doing other things um, to keep them in business, at least for an, another eight weeks. My main goal is truly just keeping the business, Hearth and Amber General, in Batavia because I've heard the message loud and clear from our community that like, they would be so upset if we were gone. And so I'm like, you know, I'm going to try my hardest to make sure that we see it through. And as long as they're there to also match our efforts, like I really think we will be okay. The beauty of this whole thing, I think, is that people really have focused more locally. We've seen a lot of support to our local restaurants and coffee shops and businesses because people are taking the moment to look around and be like, if I do not support these places now more than ever, when it's all said and done, you know, they might not exist anymore. We might lose, you know, a third of our downtown or whatever it is. So if your financial situation isn't changing and you still have money to continue spending it as you would, it is very helpful as people continue to do that, to just keep supporting the local businesses, even if they can't, physically enter them you know we really don't have any control over this and and because of that I'm I also become very prideful and I'm like my business is not going to fail or something I can't control like if it's going to fail it's going to be because I made a bad business decision and it's my own fault it's not going to be because a virus came and shut down our town um so uh, what I said to everyone last night on our Instagram was just like I'm gonna fight like hell to keep it open and so many people messaged back and are like us too so it's just again we have like the best customers knowing that everybody is going through this sort of creates a sense of solidarity there, I don't have words. I don't. I have no idea how I'm ever going to repay all the customers. Like every day, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like start crying. And it's not because I'm like stressed out and I think that this sh- shop's gonna fail. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm like, that's not even letting that into my brain. But it's the love and the camaraderie that I'm feeling from all of the people in the neighborhood and the customer. Like I just, it's it's breathtaking. <laughs> How are you and the family holding up personally? Um, We're doing good. Uh, I'm here at the shop every day. Nick is my house husband right now uh, because he has asthma. So I have to keep him in, you know, as far away as from people as possible. But he still comes into the shop and, and does the things he needs to do. Ripley's doing really great. She's creating lots of TikTok videos. I just recently found out what that was. She plays Minecraft and Overwatch, so she talks to a lot of her friends that way. And Nick and her play Overwatch together. They team up and destroy people. We just play games when I get home, and uh, we're going to make chocolate chip cookies tonight. So we're just, you know, having fun. Oh, is there anything in my box from my pull list? (laughs) Yeah, actually, I think a new Sex Criminals came out. Perfect. Well, that's definitely going on the air, that Sean reads Sex Criminals. (laughs) 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 Um... Well, while I have you on the phone, let me just read you a credit card number. Rework is produced by Sean Hildner and me, Waylon Wong. 
You want to read your credit card number on the air so we can all go out and support our local businesses? I'm not sure that would get you as far as you want, so I'm not going to read my credit card number. But you can support Alley Cat by shopping their online store at alleycatcomics.com, and they're also on Instagram at alleycatcomics. Hearth and Hammer is at hearthandhammer.co and on Facebook and Instagram at hearthandhammer. As we're recording this episode, they're on a short hiatus to catch up on their shipping and refresh their inventory and website, but they're planning to reopen on May 13th. The Zen Succulent is at thezensucculent.com and on Facebook and Instagram at thezensucculent. Megan George Kane's book is called Modern Terrarium Studio. Call up your local independent bookstore and see if they have it in stock or can order it for you. Rework is brought to you by Basecamp. Basecamp is the all-in-one tool for working remotely. You may be wondering how you'll quickly transition your team to remote work. People are stressed, work feels scattered, projects are slipping, and it's tough to see and manage everything. With Basecamp, everything will be organized in one place, your team will be working together, even though they're physically apart, you'll be on top of things, and a sense of calm will set in. Learn more at Basecamp.com. What is the like dumbest thing you've spent money on while we've been cooped up indoors? I almost bought that theremin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You should buy that theremin. Why? But then you could just stay at home and practice your theremin. You could get really good at it and then make spooky music. (laughs) We have a brand new score for a rework. (laughs) It's all vintage sci-fi. That would be so cool. You should expense it then. Business expense. I should expense it.